Hello, ho, ho, ho. It's a bit Christmassy. Hi, I'm Pictish Trail. Welcome to the final Lost Map podcast of the year. Yes, it's December. It's the month of Christ's birth. Sing hosannas. He's born again. He's only 2,021 years old. He's butter babe. Butter babe. How are you doing? I am mostly fine. I've lost the plot a little bit. How is it the end of the year already? For those of you who are new to the podcast, well done. Well done. You've, you've found us. You've finally found us. I'm sat here in my shed up on the Isle of Egg and I'm literally just about to leave for two weeks. I'm getting the ferry later on today, December 1st, weather permitting, of course, and heading over to the mainland and then driving down to Edinburgh. I'm staying in an Airbnb for a few days ahead of our humbug Christmas shows. Humbug is going to be two days of Lost Map Records festive fun. We're putting on two label showcases. The first one's happening at Summer Hall in Edinburgh on Friday the 3rd of December and the other one's happening the following day, Saturday the 4th of December with a slightly different lineup at Mono in Glasgow. I'm really looking forward to it. They've both sold really well. I'm not performing at either of these shows either. I'm hosting drinking. And I'm looking forward to seeing everyone. One of the most important things for me throughout my life in music has been putting on these shows where, okay, let me just say this first. There's not much that happens on egg throughout the year, pandemics notwithstanding. We're not on the touring map up here. We don't get a lot of live acts coming over to play all that often. I've never lived anywhere that's been on a touring map, really. So yeah, I have to put on live shows on the mainland so that I've got an excuse to leave the island and actually see a live show. And working with bands and artists on the label, a big part of that relationship is knowing what they sound like live. Apparently that's a big deal. For this trip that I'm about to make, this will be my first time seeing Jenny Moore's Mystic Business live. It'll be the first time I'll have seen Herbert Powell live. I've heard very good things. But I've never seen him. Sulka too, I've never seen him live. None of these people come to perform in the Hebrides. Not that I'm aware of anyway. None of them. I mean, what happens if they're all shite? Well, that for me is what is especially exciting about running a record label and it's worth the journey from Egg. Did I ever mention that I live on the Isle of Egg? I think I might have mentioned once, I think I might have said I mentioned it in interviews and on my podcast too I mentioned it on my podcast too I mentioned that I live on the Isle of Hmm, Lovely jingle. Most importantly, putting on these events, these humbug events, it's it's a chance to see you and thank you for all the support that you've given us this past year. What a year it's been. I was having to do an end of project report for Creative Scotland, who are the Arts Council up here. I was doing this project report over the past month for their support of Postmap Club. They gave us some funding to supplement membership fees and stuff. And... I was writing down all the stuff that the Postmap Club has achieved over the past year and it's really made it made me realise how much amazing music we've been able to put out. And I thought I'd go through some of it here just to show off. Just to show off. Just to sort of just to show you and recognise what your support 
allows us to do as a label. So here we go, let's have a look at this list. There was a live video session from Martha Fion, a Christmas compilation featuring Happy Spendy, A.R. Pinewood, Fell, and the collaborative group Friends of the Guinness. There was an entire acoustic album from Clementine March, a remix EP from Pictish Trail, that's me, with remixes from Good Dog, Bamboo, Callum Easter, and Kinboat. There was a live video session from Alexia Avina, another video session from Kinboat, a video compilation and a tour documentary from Monogonon. There was a six-track collaborative mini-album and a live session from Copies. There was an EP of alternate versions of songs from Callum Easter. There was a live video session from Jenny Moore's Mystic Business, edited by our friend Beth. There was a collaborative project from Savage Mansion's Angus Johnson with Jamie Scott. And there was an acoustic live session from Emma Cooper. In addition to all of this, there was funds that were channeled into things like the accompanying artwork for the AR Pinewood album, which was made by Faith Elliott. And there was a short story from Rose McConaughey on that too. And we got some remixes made. Jenny Moore's Mystic Business had a remix done by Free Love. There was one by Tommy Perman for Molly Lennon too. We put some money into music videos, such as Emma Cooper's one for Happy Birthday. There was money put into a recording session for a standalone Clementine March single. And mastering costs for all the other singles released as part of the series over the year. Plus all the podcasts that we made this past year. Yes, that's a lot of stuff. And it's made a huge difference as to how we run as a label. In addition to all that, in 2021, we released an album and a follow-up EP from Sulka. There was a Molly Lennon EP, which sold out immediately. There was the Jenny Moore's Mystic Business EP, which has just come out on 12-inch. The Herbert Powell album, which came with a, a CD that came with a booklet and a, and a patch, that sold out immediately. There's been the Callum Easter album this year, System, which came out as a co-release with Moshi Moshi. There's been a series of EPs from fire stations. In fact, there was even more planned for this year, but we had to push stuff back into 2022 due to vinyl production times causing delays. Yeah, productive year. And the whole vinyl thing has kind of made me think, you know, we're really lucky to have this Postmap Club subscription service here because it's just a way for us to get music out to you and to share the music and not be totally beholden to vinyl pressing times. Saying that, there is a lot of vinyl planned for next year. There's albums from Bassian, Savage Mansion. There's the new Pictish Trail album coming out in March. There's... Uh, maybe I shouldn't talk about it yet, but there's something very exciting coming from Alabaster Plume, And there's other album projects that we're working on too. There's at least nine that I can think of. Plus, we're currently working on a third series of our residency programme, Visitations. So that is a lot of stuff to look forward to next year. A lot of stuff to be thankful for for this past year. And yeah, thanks. I'm going to thank each and every one of you in person when I see you at Humbug. And I'll have my mask on, don't worry. I'll be fine. <laughs> I mentioned Postmap Club earlier on. If you're new to this, you're probably thinking, what the fuck is that? Postmap Club, Postmap Club, Postmap Club, it's a very nice club. Early in the morning, just as day is dawning, Victor's trail is talking loads of shite. Postmap Club is our membership club in which we send you postcards in the post at the start of every month. 
These printed postcards, I've got a bit of artwork on the front, they are actual postcards and on the other side they contain download codes where you can download new music that we're releasing on the label, some of which we've just discussed, so things like brand new singles, exclusive tracks, rarities, live sessions, remixes, all from different members of the Lost Map Collective. We send you at least two or three postcards each month. When you sign up for the first time, you get a double bumper pack of different postcards. You also get a membership badge and a monthly newsletter from me. And starting from now, you get a monthly discount code that gives you 15% off anything in our web shop. And the same code gives you 10% off anything in our Bandcamp page. Postmap Club is a nice way for you to support what we're doing as a label. If you enjoy this podcast and you like the music that you hear, you should sign up. There are currently three tiers of membership starting at just £3 a month, but all three tiers get exactly the same stuff. You don't get anything more if you pay more. The only difference is if you pay more, you get a slightly bigger badge. There's also a new thing where you don't actually have to receive the postcards if you don't want. You can just sign up digitally if you want to. And you can also purchase a gift membership. If you've got a loved one who is a fan of music and you're struggling to think of what to get them for Christmas, you can get them the gift of a year subscription to Postmap Club. Mm. If you'd like to find out more on how to become a member or purchase a gift membership, you should go to lostmap.com forward slash club. That is lostmap.com forward slash club. Okay, so throughout today's episode, we will play you some tracks that are included in this month's Postmap Club mail-out, the first of which is the Lost Map debut from the Edinburgh-based synth-pop act, Maranta. Maranta is the work of Gloria Black and Callum Govan, two good pals and housemates, I believe, who released their debut single, Radiate, in 2019 through the Paradise Pams label. It was followed by an EP later that year called Care to Cure and they're really great. Gloria's got this incredible voice and the production of their tunes is something that I'm a huge fan of. There's definitely an 80s feel to the sound, lots of analogue synths and drum machine sounds going on, quite reminiscent of Vince Clark's 80s pop groups like Yazoo and Erasure. But there's also a contemporary feel to the tunes and this new song, Stop Pretending, on which Callum and Gloria share the vocal, It mutates from this piano-driven disco house verse and builds into a tropical pop song with a really catchy chorus. So yeah, here's Stop Pretending. Have a listen.
That was Miranta there with the song Stop Pretending. And as mentioned, you can pick up that track as a postcard if you sign up to Postmap Club this month. The band are also playing our Humbug event in Edinburgh at Summer Hall on Friday 3rd of December. Promises to be a very special show. They'll be closing the night and are going to have some dancers in tow, I believe. Speaking of Humbug, one of the other performers this Friday is Callum Easter, who is marking the launch of his new album System. We released Callum's debut album, Hero Nowhere, in 2019, and it won the public vote at the Scottish Album of the Year Awards in 2020. He's such a singular artist. Again, when I heard Hero Nowhere, I hadn't seen him perform live. I was just totally mesmerised by his songs and the recordings. I just knew we had to put that album out. It was only when I did see Callum perform live that I realised what an incredible performer he is. He'd transposed almost all of his songs onto accordion, an instrument that he'd only picked up a few months earlier, and he was performing them on his own with a drone machine and all sorts of other equipment going into fuzz pedals. The accordion itself had a line that went into a sub-bass channel. Really inventive and something that draws you in. There's a quality to his performance that's always really engaging and primal and mysterious. Uh, abrasive and weird, but also quite anthemic at times and often quite uplifting. 
His new album, System, finds Callum upping the tempo and the distortion a fair bit. It's got a bit of a glam rock swagger to it, but also feels more confrontational, definitely more political. Callum's a very laid-back person, though in fact he's almost horizontal in this new interview that we conducted with him earlier on this week. He'd had a glass or two of wine, I think. In this interview, though, he talks about finding his voice and his own name as a solo artist, as well as talking us through some of the tracks on his new album, System. Hello, it's Gal Nista here. I'm currently in my flat in Edinburgh and everyone's in their bed so I have to be a wee bit quiet. I've always recorded as Gal Nista. I used to make CDs for my friends. Then I had a couple of dodgy pseudonyms. Mm, I don't know if I want to share them to be honest. There was Passionate Wolf and Fridge Master. Very poor choices. So well, I started recording as Calamister again because I didn't have any good names. Other than that, it's not that bad a name. It's a bit late now anyway. But I actually recorded an album called Live Long Day and scrapped that. And then recorded Get Don't Want, which was the first EP of Soul Punk. And then another EP called Delete Forever. And then I went on to record Hero Nowhere, which when I will lost map. Alone in your heartache, alone in your head. This world's getting ugly. Can I see you again? You might fall in love, sex in the morning, sun coming up. of system. I kind of recorded it in the same room in the basement on Iona Street. It was a pain in the arse if I'm honest. They say that about second albums. Kind of put too much pressure on yourself. Well I'm not a pain in the arse. I sound like a miserable git. I love recording songs. Tried to be a bit more concise. Like less elements and more to the point. I think I've kind of done that. Something you could have a dance to. I'm looking forward to playing them more live. Been messing around with that probably too much. Switching it up a lot, but I don't know. I've got more and more ideas about that kind of thing. It's quite different tempo-wise. Tried to be more outward-looking anyway. Not as personal as here or nowhere. In general, across the piece. Quite tricky subject matter during the past year on there. Kind of probably overthought a lot of that. I always do that anyway, kind of tweak lyrics until it's like a balance or something.
third. It's probably the jaggiest one on there. Possibly went a wee bit too edgy at the start. But I basically ripped it all from the Daily Mail online. I was reading stories of the super rich and kind of wrote itself. There was a story about a guy that had Louboutins like coupons and really designer shoes. And he fired money from a gun. Basically the headline. So I just took that. The first one, the Chinchilla Immigrant, was a billionaire at a cash machine in London. And then the last verse is about immigrants trying to cross the channel. Life risking Dover Street, busy shipping lane. Fixed wings, spot a plane. Can't find them a home. And then throughout the song, it's about finding a home for all these rich people. That kind of, I don't know who's doing more damage, basically. That's what I'm trying to get at. The people trying to cross the channel and risking their lives are the, the wealthy folk dodging taxis. Cash point Mayfair, deadly attack. Chinchilla immigrant said you fucking back. Fail of the fool. Lubitros are coupons, money from a gun. Golden visa, diatribe, where's your money from? Little Honey, the next one on the album, it's kind of about courting, really. You're trying to get someone's attention. It's not enough to be the one that you know, it's enough to be the one that you love. And you can dance to it. It's one of those, like at the Youth Club Disco, a song that you can use to get in there, you know? And I think that's fine. He's harassing me. I don't want to know you. Fuck off. That's fine as well. It's just a darker tune on the album. You wonder if it's too dark. Nah. That's a song, actually, if I'm being honest, I've had for quite a long time. And I've kind of tweaked it over the years. I'm trying to, like, create that tension and the paranoia that I've felt this past year. How do you question what's around you when there's just so much information and everyone's kind of polarised, jumping down each other's throats? And I'm filled with heat And I'm filled with heat singing it myself and then asked JMP to sing it which was a great move I think it's got a really good harmonica solo and then JMP came up with the outro my grandma and your grandma my grandpa and your grandpa 
then they kind of mix them up as well. Which I kind of, I've not even asked them about it, I just thought it was cool. Kind of reminds me of that song. My grandma and your grandma sitting by the door. It's like a kind of loop of that. Makes me think of my ancestors and everyone else's ancestors. What they were like, what the vibe was like then. some time in love pretty self-explanatory as well I wasn't trying to be too mysterious or too ambiguous I lose some time in love is about two people falling out of love and going their own way or maybe they don't it's that dynamic that's in a relationship when you're actually doing each other's head in I don't think you get enough of that love songs like that Oh
Thank you to Callum Easter. You just heard the song Lose Sometime, which features Law Holt on vocals. It's taken from the album System, which is out now on Bottle Green Vinyl from Moshi Moshi Records in association with The Lost Map. You can pick up a copy from The Lost Map webshop and Postmap Club members receive a 15% discount. Oh yeah. On now to our regular feature, First Gig, Worst Gig, in the contestants' chair this month, is Gordon McIntyre. You might be familiar with Gordon already. He's the lead singer, guitarist and songwriter with the legendary Edinburgh band and all-round indie heroes, Ball Boy. I've been a fan of Gordon's music for decades now, which is quite a scary thing to say out loud. Going back to my student days and listening to Ball Boy's music full blast at the indie disco nights that I put on with some friends. We even booked Ball Boy to play a gig for an event we put on. Amazing, triumphant indie pop with lyrics that veer between the emotionally heartfelt and the acerbically cynical, usually delivered quite deadpan and with suitably matter-of-fact song titles. We kept in touch with Gordon over the years. He played the first away game on Egg. Before that, he played the first club night I ever organised in Edinburgh at The Caves, which Kid Canaveral headlined. And fittingly, Ball Boy were the first ever and last ever act to play at Kid Canaveral's Christmas Bobbles event. Mm. Over the years he's written music and composed original songs for theatre productions and in the past year or so he's been recording a lot of new music at home and we're going to have more news on that going into 2022 but for this month for Postmap Club we're delighted to be releasing a Christmas card with three relatively festive tracks from the man himself, Gordon, not Jesus. We'll hear one of those tracks in a few minutes but first we asked Gordon to divulge his first gig Worst gig, in which we ask those in the hot seat to tell us about the first gig they ever attended as a punter and the very worst gig they ever played themselves. Excuse me. First gig, worst gig. Hello, I'm Gordon McIntyre from Bowboy, but also just Gordon McIntyre and yeah, I'm here to do first gig, worst gig for the Lost Map podcast. I'll start with a, I'll start with the first gig brief, and I was talking about this with pals recently because it came up as just a random question. You know, what was your first gig? And my pal, quite a newly acquired pal, was like, "Yeah, so REM, and who are I think one of my favourite bands over over time." And I was just sitting there as it came round the circle with the just feeling it come to me and thinking, "Oh yeah, should I just lie?" And then when I spoke to my my wife about doing this she's like just lie just lie just say something cool but no I, I I think for some reason I feel compelled to tell the truth that my first gig was at the Playhouse in Edinburgh and I think it was I'm, I'm honestly not sure I'd be in my early teens and it was uh, it was Terence Trent Derby was my my first gig how why I think uh, again to the best of my knowledge there was there was a bunch of folk from school going, so so we went. Was that a good gig? Yeah, probably. I mean, what do you know when you're in your early teens? I don't know. What do you know any time? But I, I can't lie and say I didn't, didn't enjoy it. It was exciting being at a gig and people were really into it. He put on a good show, I think. Have I, have I seen Terence again since? No, I have not. I don't think I've seen Terence. I definitely haven't listened to Terence in all this time. I did look him up on Wikipedia ahead of ahead of doing this and I was glad to see he wasn't dead, so that was good. And that he seems to be 
happily married, as far as I can tell from Wikipedia. And he's recently released his 12th studio album under his real name, Sandanda Matreya, I think, or Matreya. Yeah, so good, good for Terence. I, I, I don't have any ill will towards Terence. It was, wasn't a gig that stayed with me, if you like, for any reason other than it was my first. I guess it's just something out with what I would normally pick. My, I think my second couple of gigs were maybe Deacon Blue and Aztec Camera, so that was more along the lines of your Scottish indie singer-songwriter. Have I incorporated any traits from Terence into my own songwriting? I think not, unless very subliminally. And if it is very subliminally, then how would I know? Worst gig? Well, there's a few contenders. Uh, every, every band's got some contenders, right? There was a solo gig I did for, I think it was some radio freebie for Star Sailor fans at the Liquid Rooms in Edinburgh. And I don't even think I got paid. It was a, a radio thing and it was literally five minutes from my house. So I think I figured it'd be like 45 minutes of practice, which, which it kind of was. But, you know, just in front of a confrontational and aggressive crowd of drunken fuckwits. Having said that, I don't really mind a bit of that atmosphere, so I kind of enjoyed it at least a little bit. And I was back home before Star Sailor had sung a note, so every cloud and all that. There was another gig at, at Potter Row in Edinburgh with the Supernatural. I think the Supernaturals. I, I'm not sure if I'm offending anybody here, but a kind of lesser Britpop band is that a fair thing to say? I don't know. Maybe they're somebody's favourite band, but they were they were so humpty. I think that they had to share a dressing room with us. That as soon as we finished, the crew took our drum kit and amps and took them down the stairs and out the fire escape and just dumped them on the street. It wasn't so much the gig that was bad there; it was just being around people who were dicks. But I think the one for me, my proper worst gig, the one that gives me the, the cold sweats in the night, was at the Glad Cafe for the, the fine Pop South promoters. And at that point, I was quite a new dad and I hadn't slept properly for over a year. And it it was just a shambles. Songs half-remembered or fully forgotten and abandoned. I think my only experience of that in my whole history of playing, and sometimes it comes back to me randomly and the shame just washes over me yeah they were I mean they were lovely about it and they paid me even though I didn't deserve it so I guess that's that's good karma for the whole Star Sailor debacle so yeah if you are in a band or thinking about starting a band or any of that then you know I wish you only good gigs but every now and again something's going to come along and bite you in the bum so don't be too hard on yourself cheers everybody Love is true and we're acting 
Okay, that was Berlin by Gordon McIntyre. You can get a Christmas card with that song on it, alongside two other tracks from Gordon by signing up to Postmap Club. Gordon's also going to be performing at our Humbug event in Edinburgh on Friday the 3rd of December. I've been plugging that gig quite a lot in this episode, which is a bit ironic because it's, it's sold out. We still have some tickets available for the gig the next night though, Saturday 4th of December calendar fans, which is taking place at Mono in Glasgow. Performing on that night will be a stripped-back performance from Salka, Happy Spendy, Jenny Moore's Mystic Business, Savage Mansion, Herbert Powell, and a DJ set into the night time from Free Love. A lot of lost map goodness going on there if you're about. Come along, it starts at 6.30pm and goes on till late. So, now we're at the end of today's episode. I am conscious this is December's episode of the podcast and really we probably should have made it a bit more Christmassy. Last year's episode was distinctly more Christmassy. We had a Christmas top five. There was a Christmas compilation. Apologies, we've just not made that effort this year. There's a million different things going on right now and it's been tricky to keep on top of everything. If there's anything in the podcast you'd like to hear, just let us know. I have to say I have noticed that literally no one has bemoaned the loss of one of our previous regular features, this or that. And uh, that hurts. I tell you what, if you're wanting something Christmassy and you happen to live in London, you should come along to a gig I'm playing as Pictish Trail solo at St John's on Bethnal Green on Saturday the 11th of December. It's part of an afternoon show called Daylight Music. It's organised by a guy called Ben who runs a thing called Daylight Music. 
and the show starts at 12 noon. I'm going to go on first, followed by a set from Molly Lennon and a set from Jenny Moore's Mystic Business, who I believe are going to be backed up by a choir. It's a Lost Map special. At that gig, I'm going to have a Christmas card for all those in attendance, which will have an exclusive acoustic version of one of my songs, and there's a mad wee remix in there too. So yeah, try and come along to that show if you can. Just say hello, that'd be lovely. Okay, right, to close today's episode, we've got a brand new track from Fire Stations. It's called Reflection Spells. It's a really beautiful tune. Again, it's included in this month's Postmap Club mail-out. If you'd like to receive a postcard of this song alongside the Christmas card from Gordon McIntyre and the postcard from Maranta, as well as a bunch of other stuff, you should sign up to Postmap Club. Go to lostmap.com forward slash club for more details. Thank you as always to Joe Cormack for production and editing today's episode. I've been picked his trail. We'll be back in 2022. Have a great Christmas. See you soon. Because it's